This is your host, Michelle, and you're listening to Old TV with a New Twist. Let's see what classic television show we're watching and talking about this week. everyone and welcome to episode 25 of old tv with a new twist today is an epic day in the history of this podcast it always is when i have this co-host with me i think i said that last time i have tony marino here tony how are you i'm great how about you doing really good good real nervous tony (laughs) i i feel like you're you're passing your nerves on to me and i was so much less nervous coming on this one than the first one really well you know we did it now and i'm like yeah i know how to do this yeah I'll tell you why. Okay, I'm listening. And it's going to lead into our first discussion question. It is because Seinfeld, if you listen to this podcast, you know, Mm -hmm. it is the bar that we measure everything against. For sure. A lot of the co-hosts that you've heard, (laughs) Caleb. Yeah. uh, Seinfeld is 10 on on every scale. Mm -hmm. So it's the goat. To Caleb. Ooh, okay. (laughs) And my husband. Oh, okay. That's a lot more pressure than Caleb. Who who say that it's the greatest show ever. Here we are reviewing that show, Mm -hmm. and I feel it is what this podcast has has projected as the goat. The Drew Brees of of the podcast, if you will. (laughs) So we're going to talk about does it live up to that, Tony? I want your honest opinion. Of course. Okay, but that's why I'm nervous, because can we do this justice? Well, I think that's why uh, I'm not as nervous, because... I've never seen Seinfeld and uh, I've heard, you know, I've obviously heard of Seinfeld and I've heard people revere it as the goat. But to me, like this is just any other shows. Tony, them a fighting words. I, I, did, <laughs> I didn't say this is like going into it. I, I didn't say oh, uh, post just... my watch of Seinfeld. Okay. I don't want to give give away everything on what right. I thought about Seinfeld. Well, then let's start. What I'm going to do, first of all, is I'm just going to say the overall stats of the show. It ran for nine seasons. 1989 to 1998. So it started before you were even born, Tony. This is true. 173 episodes. Now we watched season six, episode four called The Chinese Woman. It aired October 13th, 1994. What do you think you were doing in 1994 on a Thursday night? On a Thursday night, 19. I can't even think of what I was doing when I was four. (laughs) I was probably watching Nickelodeon or something. So you were not a Seinfeld fan going into this. You had not really even watched it. Right. I don't want to say like I wasn't a fan. I just, I I never watched it. Like I I was aware of kind of like Seinfeld vernacular. Like the only real way I knew Seinfeld was through like GIFs. Like I've, I've, I use the gifts. That, like uh, which ones? So there's the the one I feel like everybody uses. It's the Kramer one. 
where it's like when you, if you put yikes in your uh, for your gift bar, it's the one where he's like doing like the dance when he's walking out the room and he's feeling super uncomfortable. I use that one pretty often. I'm trying to think what other one there was. Oh, I think it's the one where he slams the money down and he says, <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. So that's like the extent of my Seinfeld knowledge. I, I know about it. I just I never got around to watching it. Okay. Now, what I find about this show, and I think what makes it kind of unique, is that they delve into just a lot of stuff that other people don't touch. And not that it's necessarily monumental things. It's little things like, you know, is your underwear bothering you? <laughs> is, your, is your underwear uncomfortable right. today? <laughs> you know, it's like who who builds a show around that? Yeah. Now, one of the reasons I was so nervous and you and I have been texting back and forth for probably a few months now mm -hmm. about this episode, because there were four different storylines happening at <laughs> once. It's yeah. a lot. And it's a lot of scenes. You know, I was so nervous about us losing the listener trying to get through this so we're going to kind of just go through the stories and comment as we go I, I think that's the easiest way to go okay um first of all every show starts with jerry seinfeld doing a comedy routine yeah yeah and he's doing a comedy routine about using chopsticks yeah that's and you whatever. know i have a i have a i have a chopstick <clears throat> thing tony well nothing <laughs> Like, like you can't use them or no 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 not like a fetish or anything. oh no i didn't think that <laughs> oh okay the way you looked at me no. now i do think it is a fetish because you brought it up okay <laughs> tony you'll never be able to look at chopsticks the same again <laughs> i can't use them anyway personally so well, well here's the thing about chopsticks when i go to like a um hibachi or something mm -hmm. they put the chopsticks there and every time like caleb and Lindsay use the chopsticks mm -hmm. all the time and they're just they're very good with them <laughs> And I can, and I feel like I'm insulting their culture or something if I don't use the chopsticks. Mm -hmm. Like I want my West Western instruments, <laughs> you know. Let, let me just give me a fork and a spoon. And Japanese, Chinese food, whatever it is, always includes rice. How the hell you eat rice with chopsticks? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm everything you just said. I totally agree with. What do you pick up two grains at a time? I'm too much of a pig for that. I need to <laughs> shovel that stuff in. I don't understand it either. So let's start the episode off. The episode starts with Elaine and Jerry, and they're walking down the street. And they see George's dad yes. with a man in a cape. For sure. Is that so odd to see, you think? In, uh, I guess, 94, probably. But yeah. like today, it wouldn't have felt that weird to me, I guess. Y you don't think? I would have just assumed it was somebody like going to Comic-Con or something, you know? Well, the people walk around in costume a lot these yeah, days. Yeah, like, you know, maybe he's going to Disney World. I don't know. Was that Larry David? That was. That was, was the creator of the show. Okay, yeah. I thought it was Larry mm -hmm. David. So Jerry and Elaine are talking about Elaine's friend, Noreen, who is dating a guy who was a long talker. I love this part. This part really was like... Probably one of my favorite parts. Well, you know, the talker is a thing on the show. Oh, she, I didn't know that. Oh, before she's dated a well, there's been a low talker somebody dated where you couldn't understand her, and there's been a close talker who mm -hmm. gets like really up in your face Ooh. when you're talking. You know those, right? Yeah. You have some of those. And then a uh, low talker, long talker, close talker, and a high talker is the four different kind of talkers that they've had in different episodes. Was this all like figured out before this episode, or did they introduce this long talker in this episode? The long talker was just in this episode. Okay. This particular girl was dating a high talker who sounded like a girl so on the phone. Yeah, his pitch was just high. Yeah. So somehow Elaine wound up getting them broken up in the last episode. She's going to break them up in this episode, too. <laughs> That's so much better. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I, I really, uh, 
I identified with the long talker. Because I just, I, I'm a BSer. So, oh, you, like, oh, you're a long talker. I am a long talker. Okay. That's why I'm here. You know, this is why. <laughs> You I, love to talk. I just love BSing on podcasts. Yeah. Well, then you're in the right place tonight. I'll yes. tell you that. Um, so they so they just they she's talking about the long talker and they see the man in a cape. So we're just gonna put a pin in that for right now. Okay. So they go back to Jerry's apartment and in comes Kramer. <laughs> and the man is tugging at his pants like he's got a, a, a pants full of ants or something. He's pulling at him and tugging. Because his jockey shorts have shrunk. Is that what happened? That's what he said. Oh, I don't so, know what I caught that. So so here, we're going to do a deep dive into Kramer's <laughs> underwear. Well, no. Wait, that didn't sound right. Man, no, 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 no. this is one. <laughs> Pandora doesn't... You might have to edit that part, too. <laughs> we're not going into his underwear. We're going to talk about his underwear. That doesn't sound right. He, I'm picking up what you're putting down, but... He, <laughs> Pandora doesn't go back in the box. Come on, Miss Michelle. You're old enough to be my mother. Stop. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> um, he used to wear boxers, but he switched because his boys need a home. <laughs> I'm he's just the, quoting the show. He's the last line of Kramer's. He needs secure packaging. <laughs> Tony, I am not equipped physically or mentally to comment on this. Take the floor on this issue. Anything you want to share? This is 100% a thing. Okay. Without it, and I actually wondered. I was like, "Is this where it originated?" Because then I was like, "Is this all ma- this thing that I've thought for so long that if you wear briefs, does it kill your sperm count?" Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, "Is this not a real thing?" And we all just say it, and it's just from Seinfeld. Um, but yeah, no, it's a hundred percent a real thing. And uh, I'm a briefs guy personally, but I I identified with Kramer. So okay. much. And then he, when he's later on in the episode wearing the boxes, I was like, oh, my God, this is me. I, I hate They're it. They're that uncomfortable. To me. I mean, because he was really, I mean, he was all over. He was like slipping all <laughs> over the floor, tripping, and just he would look very uncomfortable. So, yeah. okay. So there is a difference between they feel different. Oh, 100%. Okay. So, all right. I got big quads. I don't I don't think that, I think they get caught up in those uh, boxers. Wait, what? Oh. These thighs. <laughs> the, I got, oh. Yeah, you know. Kramer doesn't look like he has big thighs. He, he looks doesn't. like he had very thin legs. Yeah. 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 Okay. But the whole thing is he wants to, he's the last of the Kramer line. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I just, I really enjoyed this part of the episode. So, okay. Well, tell us what, what happens in this conversation with Kramer and Elaine and Jerry. Uh-huh. All right. So yeah, he's talking about his sperm count going down. Um, and he's saying that he needs to, I guess the, the plan is now to switch. He wants to get, uh, they tell him to actually go get his 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 sperm checked. That was actually one of my favorite parts. That he uh he should just go to a fertility place and uh and get his sperm checked. And he says that uh in the middle of the day in a cup. <laughs> and then maybe my favorite line is is uh Elaine saying and that would affect your day today how or however she said it. Oh, oh will that affect your regular schedule yes, or something yeah, like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he does see the doctor, and the doctor says. <laughs> You're low. <laughs> he knew it, too. You're right. It's like a qu- he needs he another it. quart of oil. He's low. <laughs> the minute the doctor walks in, he's like, I know it. I'm low, aren't I? He's uh, depleted. Yes. Well, because Jerry asked him, you never slipped one past the goalie? Yes. <laughs> All of like his, his his body language, Kramer. Is, is that him the entire series? Uh, every episode, every scene, the, the entire time. I don't know if I got that. 
Like, I guess if you watch the entire series, you get it. But mm-hmm. I, it didn't register for me. I was like, I don't know if I find this funny or not. Really? But yeah. I was just like, at some point, yeah. Like, when he did the depleted thing, yeah. his delivery on that was hilarious. But the other, like, gyrations and stuff, I was just kind of like, Oh, I don't know well, I, I mean, it. he was he was more physically gyrating because of the tugging at the shorts constantly. Yeah. When he, you know, so he is going to get off jockeys, and I like the way they address it like it's an addiction. It's like he's trying to get off yeah. heroin. Yes, I did notice that. <laughs> yes, and he's you know he's, he brings in all the jockeys to to Jerry, and he's like, "You got to take him, man. I can't have any in my apartment because if there's a single one in my apartment, I'm going to find him and I'm going to wear him." <laughs> I just can't get off these freaking jockeys. What a what a terrible pair of underwear. To wear. I don't think those are briefs though. They look like tidy whities They did. They did. Yeah. No. Pass on that. Yeah. Maybe briefs aren't killing my sperm count that much. Tonight. And who walks in somebody's house with all their underwear and dumps it on their <laughs> dining room table? And Jerry just says, "Well, I got to move now." So all those scenes I thought were very funny. Yes. I thought the dialogue was really funny too. I mean, like the one-liners back and forth. It was really witty. It wasn't. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be more punny. Really? Yeah, I did. I don't know why. Maybe I just thought like uh. '90s stuff was going to be like kind of corny and cheesy, and it yeah. was not. I was. I was pleasantly surprised. So he. He throws those on the table, and he's very uncomfortable wearing the boxers now. Now, yeah. this is probably one of my husband's favorite lines on any television show, let alone Seinfeld. <laughs> and it's when he <laughs> says how uncomfortable he is in the boxes because he's flipping, he's flopping. Flipping and flopping, <laughs> yes. I actually wrote that down. Is, is that a thing? It's a thing. Okay. <laughs> See, us women, we can't this this relate I to that. I, and that's exactly what I was going to say. I don't know if it was just this episode or this entire show. This episode I found very relatable. <laughs> like, not go. even just, like, the boxes of briefs thing. Like, the, the so much of it. Really? Yes. Okay, good. And is that a good sign of a good show? When they can tap into something? Well, uh, the little bit of reading I guess I did do on it, they, they call it a show about nothing, but it's like a show about everything because it's about everyday life. Like, it's stuff that we all deal with that's i don't know it's kind of shows that i enjoy a lot more than ones that i'm like like i watched a show last night on abc family and it's about these people who live in san francisco and they make tons of money and i'm like i can't relate to you man yeah exactly <laughs> you know? like, exactly I don't get it. but this is somewhat relatable so he's really miserable he's once again pulling at the <laughs> pants and fumbling out flipping the front door flipping and flopping i can't take it so he leaves <laughs> But he comes in the next day and has quite a little skip in his step. Why, Tony? Because he's not wearing any underwear at all. He's just he's he's free balling. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I was waiting for him to use some kind of like that free balling commando, like something, and they never did. They didn't use anything like that. No, okay. no, I was surprised. But yeah, I uh, once again identified with a uh, with Jerry here and was like, you can't do that. That's yeah. just yeah. Well, they said all that's between him and us <laughs> yes. is a thin layer of gabardine. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it would freak me out to find out somebody didn't have any underwear on. I don't know. Oh, really? No way. I don't know because they still have pants on. I mean, you still have something covering you. It's not like you're out there. No way. <laughs> no. Okay. Can't do that. Another one of my husband's favorite lines here when he says he's not wearing anything and he says I'm like a naked innocent boy roaming the countryside. <laughs> I'm out there, Jerry, and I'm loving every minute of it. <laughs> he does say my that. husband loves that line. <laughs> <laughs> that one I don't identify with as much as I flip it and flop it. Oh, he loves that one. He loves it. That's funny. This kind of 
marries with the story of Elaine because Elaine interspersed in here is trying to call her friend Noreen. Yes. But her boyfriend keeps answering the phone <laughs> and he's the type, once you get him on the phone, you can't get him off the phone. Yeah. Some of us are like that. You've never done. Well, I've never talked to you. We just text, <laughs> but I, I have some people that are like that. Won't name any names. See, this is the stuff that I enjoyed about the show. Like I said, super, you can identify yeah. with it. I'm like, I, I know that person. Yeah. I know exactly what they're talking about. There was a bunch of different shows that I, I got later for us, but it's like, I was like, okay, this is this is where it shows that I watch later, like that came after Seinfeld. I'm like, this is where they got it. Like, yeah. Seinfeld's the OG. They, there they, we go. They're the original one that was like, this is a, this is a show about nothing, but it's about everything. I didn't say goat, but OG, yes. OG, the, the okay. Original. Yeah, with a new kind of humor. <clears throat> they came in with a whole new kind of <laughs> show. But when she says every time she calls Noreen and he answers the phone, she hangs up. And Jerry says, well, wouldn't it be something if he thought it was another man calling Noreen? And that's what happens. That never registered with me. I don't know if that's because I like, didn't do the phone thing as much. Like I didn't call yeah. the, right. the phone as much. We didn't use it, I guess. Yeah. You know, this generation, we text more, I guess. Mm -hmm. That never registered with me to think exactly what Jerry thought. But that's exactly what happened. That and he is. winds up breaking up with her. So Elaine has broken, broken up one of her good friends and his boyfriend. And Kramer has switched his shorts. So that's where we're going to leave them and leave a pin in it. Now, also <laughs> happening while Jerry and Elaine are in the apartment is Jerry is trying to call George. Yes. But... And here's something that don't ever happen anymore. The, no. the lines are crossed. I wrote that down. I said, you don't see that ever. And I don't even know what that really means. <laughs> you had to live back in the 60s, I think, or the <laughs> 70s. That used to happen. Don't happen anymore. No. But he he gets somebody who introduces herself as Donna Chang. Donna Chang. And the way she says it, Don, hi, I'm Donna Chang. Donna Chang. And he was all excited because <laughs> I love Asian women. <laughs> yes. Somebody said, isn't that kind of racist? Right? And he said, but if I say I like your race, <laughs> is that racist? That felt so 2021 to me. But could they do that? Well, could they talk about this Asian woman and how she wants to go eat Chinese food and how she's talking about Confucius and Ch fortune cookies and all this cultural stuff that you're not supposed to do? So they probably couldn't do that exact thing. But that sentiment, what he actually said, it's just 2021 in the nutshell. He, it's funny, he was arguing for 2021 in, in, in 1989. Yeah, the OGA. So the lines keep getting crossed. <laughs> that just makes me laugh. We should make Donna Chang the drinking game, drinking word, because <laughs> she says it so many times. And it's the full name every time. Donna Chang. Yeah. Donna Chang, yeah. It's never just Donna. So George comes in to the apartment and they tell him, and I love this scene, how they told him that they saw his dad with a man <laughs> in a cape. In a cape. <laughs> the facial cues in this scene are, are hilarious to me. Really good. Yeah. Between Jerry and, uh, and Elaine. Like, they don't say but three words to George. And well, they do a lot of shaking of their heads. and Yeah. It was really good. Mm -hmm. I thought it was acted well and staged well. And it made me laugh. Very much so. Um, and George gets very upset <laughs> about this man in a cape. It's like it's, he's befuddled by the man in the cape. He's walking out and he's like, I am in a cape with my father. He doesn't know how to react. But in the meantime, Jerry has gotten a date with Donna Chang. Yes. His first date with the Pacific Rim. 
as he says. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good line right there. Uh, he's going to go meet her, and she suggests a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> She's just all about the Oriental. So he goes to meet this Chinese woman in the restaurant, Tony. Mm-hmm. What happens? Uh, it's not a Chinese woman at all. It's just a regular uh, Caucasian woman. And, and <laughs> he's, he's, he, uh, I don't think he looks too devastated in the moment. What does he say? I'm trying to remember now. Well, he's real disappointed when he's talking to Elaine. He goes, she wasn't yeah. Chinese at all. But like he doesn't show it to Donna Chang at all. No. Her name was really Changstein. Yeah, Changstein <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> so he is really upset. He feels false advertising. Yes. He tells Elaine, he says, she she wasn't Chinese at all. She was like you. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, oh, how disappointing that must Sorry. be. <laughs> so here is where I had the discussion question about would any of this fly today with the political correct stuff because of all this Chinese talk and Asian talk, just any of it. Not even a little bit. (laughs) I mean, they completely stereotype a Chinese person. Who's not a Chinese person though. (laughs) No, but like that's the the whole joke is that they're like, he thinks it's a Chinese person because of her last name. So it's like, Oh, well now you, (laughs) I'm just like imagining in my head what they would say today. So now all Asian people have the same last name or, all Asian people go eat Chinese, and yeah, none of this would fly. None today. of it. I yeah. didn't. I didn't think so, but I was wondering what you thought. Not even a little bit. Okay, so Donna Chang, Donna Chang, is uh, at Jerry's apartment when George comes in, and of course she introduces herself. Donna Hi, Chang. I'm Donna Chang. Donna Chang every time. <laughs> and she says, I'm so sorry to hear about your parents' divorce. How how does she get set up with the lines get crossed again? Because the lines are okay. the rhymes are crossed. <laughs> yes, it's ridiculous. Oh. Ridiculous. Yes. I wrote that down too. That uh that joke would really Ooh. not fly today. Poof. Yeah. She pronounces it like a Chinese person accent would a st- chinese stereotype yeah. very stereotypical right and jerry kind of i thought this was funny the take he did looking at her from the kitchen like did the facial cues he's, did, he's great at it yeah he didn't say anything no but it was so funny yeah like, did she just say ridiculous yeah ridiculous whatever she said i can't even say it mm-hmm. um the got so she wound up talking to george's parents they're getting a divorce. Do they ever get divorced? Like I thought, no. th- they didn't seem like no, they, they would. Did. You know, no, they never did. <laughs> they can't divorce. The- they can't break up that. Couple. I was shocked, and yeah, I was like, "What? This doesn't seem like a show where this no. couple will get divorced." They're comedy gold together. Yes, they were great. <laughs> so, of course, the man in the cape <laughs> is the attorney. He, yeah, yeah, Larry he's David. the attorney because um, George meets up with his dad in a restaurant. Another one of my husband's favorite scenes. Because when they're in the restaurant and he's saying, Dad, Jerry and Elaine told me they saw you with a man in a cape. Why didn't he tell me hello? Why didn't Jerry say hello? That's his favorite line. Oh, he he loves that. Because he claps it. Why can't Jerry say hello? Well, you know, I wrote this down too. I know this parent. Like, 100%. I know this parent, and, and I like I can't text my buddy when I see his parent, like, out and about if I wasn't able to say hello, because, like, the next time I see them, I know he has told them, and they'll be like, what the hell, exactly, yeah. like, uh, George's dad is, is like, why didn't you tell me hello the other day, Jerry? I know I will catch it so much. Re- really? Yeah. 
He said he's not surprised that Elaine didn't say hello because she's uh, supercilious. Supercilious. <laughs> he was really funny. He's very funny. Yes. George, George's parents are miserable people, <laughs> but they're funny. Yeah. <laughs> they did nothing but scream at each other this whole episode. <laughs> Something about his delivery. It's like so basic. Just he's screaming nonsense, but it made me laugh so much. This is something I don't know if you know about Seinfeld, but when George found out about the man in the cape being the attorney, he said, I knew the man in the cape had something to do with this. And Jerry says, don't go throwing aspersions yes. <laughs> about people with capes. Yeah. Superman wears a cape and I'll be damned if I'm going to stand here and let you say something bad about him. Yeah. Now, do you know that Superman is a thing with the Seinfeld show? Superman is in every episode of Seinfeld. Really? Every episode. There's a little, if they don't mention it, there's a little statue like on the computer desk. Mm -hmm. There's a little magnet on the refrigerator. You see Superman or hear about Superman in every Seinfeld episode. That's a fun fact. That's a thing. I'm I'm liking this show a lot more. I'm a big Superman fan. I have a Superman tattoo. Really? So, yeah. Awesome. What's yeah. that? Can I, oh, it's, it's on my arm right It's here. where I can see. You do? Yeah. Oh, wow. So appropriate what for this appropriate. podcast. There you go. That was fun. Did you get that just for this just podcast? Today. Just today. It's oh. fresh. Yeah, you're going to reimburse it. You have committed. Yeah. I love the way you commit. Very much so. All of my co-hosts now have to get uh, <laughs> tattoos. What happens is Donna Chang talked to George's mom. <laughs> And talked her out of the divorce. They're not getting divorced now. Mm -mm. And George is so excited. But she said she uh, George's mom wants to meet her and has invited Seinfeld to go along. So they're going to go to dinner at George's parents' house. Yeah. And uh, they're going to they're gonna introduce Donna Chang to mom. And mom's going to... Mom had the same assumption that Jerry had. Well, yeah. Yeah. That she's Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the car ride over because uh, her and Jerry are talking in the car. Do you remember this? Because um, when he just says, you're not a Chinese. You one. know, you're not Chinese. He's, <laughs> just, he, he's, he's so blunt there. Well, he's getting a little aggravated with, with it, it because she's misleading everybody. And she, he says, how did you convince George's mom to not do this? And she said, I, I can't. Confucius. Say. Yeah. Words of Confucius. Yeah. Confucius and that's say. when he says, you know, you're not Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> is is Jerry Jerry's not good with the ladies, is he? Yes, Jerry has a different girlfriend in every episode. Really? Almost. Oh, yes. Because he seems very self-deprecating, which maybe is like his thing. But he says, you know, they asked in the episode at one point, "Are you going to go out with her again?" And he's like, "Well, yeah, it's a woman." So he's like, "I'm in still." Yeah. Even though it's not a Chinese woman. Yeah, well, she so. is a woman. So they get to George's house, and she comes walking in, and George's mom says, "Well, who are you?" And what does <laughs> yeah. she say? She's Donna Chang. <laughs> Donna Chang. Donna Chang, obviously. And uh, George's mother feels duped. Yeah. I've been duped. You're she, not Chinese. She just she just assumed like everyone else that uh, she was a Chinese woman. Now, because she was duped with these words of wisdom from <laughs> mm -hmm. this Chinese woman, the divorce is back on. Yeah, she's back at it. <laughs> and and George's dad's like, you want a divorce? I'll give you a divorce. <laughs> so we end this episode with the divorce is back on. Yes. Now, did Jerry and Donna Chang break up? Um, I don't think so. I was wondering, do they make that clear? Well, they're talking at the end. It's him and Elaine. They're talking about the long talker again, right? 
Well, yeah, because that's when we find out Noreen's boyfriend broke up with her. Yeah. And that she's seeing Kramer. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think they're like they wrap up if him and Donna Chang. No, that's what I was wondering if you if you thought so, because I wasn't sure. I can't imagine that Jerry was sticking around much longer. No, he's um, he's going to find himself an actual Asian woman that he's super <laughs> into. Apparently he has a fetish. There you go. He yeah. has a fetish. Yeah. Um. So at the very, very end of this episode, how do they how do they tie all this up in a bow? Uh, Kramer's boys are swimming again. His sperm kind of back up because he has uh, he's impregnated Noreen. He has impregnated the Is that former girlfriend of the long talker. Yeah, Noreen. Noreen. It's an odd name. She's late. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what an ending. That. Which it kind of just ties everything up. It did. That uh, that might have felt like the che- cheesiest part of the episode. I don't know if it was just the way he delivered it or not, but I was like, okay, yeah, here kinda, we go. Kind of silly. Yeah. You know, I have a question here. Was this really a show about nothing? And I always think no, because you you can't, they like to say it's a show about nothing, mm-hmm. but you can't really have a show about nothing. It You say everyday life, but. I don't have anybody walking in my house throwing air underwear on my table. And I don't no. have, you know, these these are cooked up things. Yeah. It is something. But, I mean, maybe at, like <laughs> a different point of your life, you know? Not somebody's yeah. throwing your underwear. But, but, you know, dating, stuff like that. Family issues with George and his parents. Like, that right. stuff happens. And it's, it's just like I said, it's about everyday mundane stuff life. So, I really don't think it's a show about nothing. What did you do today, Tony? I went to work. I didn't have anybody throw underwear at me. I went to work. To, oh, you know what? I I went. I had to go watch my niece and nephew. Could in the it morning. be a show? Did anything happen? That could... Um. Well, I did, but this morning I had to go watch Caden and Kaylee get them on the bus, and I literally rolled out of bed to go there, so I wasn't like presentable at all, and uh, and I thought like I could just throw them on the bus or whatever. But no, there's like another parent that meets him at the bus stop, and uh, I looked like a hot mess, and I couldn't get my niece's hair in a correct ponytail. Oh. And she was all fired up. So I was like, all right, go out to the bus, whatever. They go out to the bus, and then I, I walk out after them. And the mom is now putting her hair in a ponytail because I could. Oh. Yeah. Well, there you go, Tony. Maybe your every day could be a show. So let's talk about characters, our favorites. You actually said that George's father, Frank Costanza, was your favorite character. He actually made me laugh, laugh the most. Really? I don't, I don't know if it was the why didn't Jerry tell me hello thing or the you don't know fashion. Like, just the way he delivered these lines. And it was funny, too. Um, Jerry was still really funny. Um, I thought he was uh, he was super dry. Very dry. But like I had said a couple times, his facial cues were really good. It's like when, when you're not actually actually saying anything, but just the look. He wasn't giving the camera, but just the look he's giving was great. But he was he was really funny. I mean, very witty. That's what I appreciated most about probably the show. Like I said, it's the dialogue of it, and mostly Jerry because I did not think it was going to be that kind of quick and witty. Did you think it was um, like a little bit of an intelligent humor? Like they didn't they didn't just do your bottom of the barrel humor. They they went they it was like more of a sophisticated humor maybe is the word i'm thinking of i don't know if i was already kind of intimidated by the show because it's like one of those shows that you feel everybody knows this show everybody mm-hmm. holds it so such in high regard so it's like if i don't like this show am i the dumb person so for me to think um 
if I don't get it, I'm like, I, it was it was intimidating. I would definitely say like for a sitcom though, it was kind of higher comedy to me. You know, I was thinking about it. <clears throat> 89, like early 90s, and specifically Friends came to mind. I think it kind of ushered in yes. a new kind of comedy. So Friends was one of the shows that I was going to say, I think if, if there's no Seinfeld, I don't know that there's a Friends. Like Seinfeld is the original Friends. It's the original. I, I said How I Met Your Mother, too. It reminded me a lot of How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. It's like a, just about a friend group living in wherever, some kind of, mm-hmm. you know, urban city. And uh, and just like that's that's the not the nothingness of it. That's their everyday lives. That's the stuff that happens with, you yeah. know, friends and growing up and stuff like yeah. that. So, yeah, it, if if uh, if Seinfeld doesn't come around like these other shows, Friends, How right. I Met Your Mother, Big Bang. I don't know if they have. That's a great observation, Tony. Yeah, I thought so. I was kind of thinking the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. LOL or memorable moments. Do you have any favorite moments of this episode that kind of stand out? So the I actually put Kramer flipping and flopping line. That you one really, really made, made me laugh. All right. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about this. The humor meter. I actually thought it was really funny. Yeah. So where would you put it? I put it eight point two. Eight point two. Yeah, I thought it was really <gasps> funny. It was it was witty lines. It was back and forth. It was give and take stuff like that. It was a. It, it almost felt like an Abbott and Costello sketch. <laughs> like at one point, like who's on first? And I really enjoy comedy like that. Like yeah. uh, when it's you know, they're 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 talking about the same thing, but they're not saying the same words, and they get lost in confusion in translation. They're kind of like Donna Chang, Chang stuff. I, I really like the dialogue aspect of it. So yeah, I thought it was funny. I actually gave it a ten. Whew, that's real high because I, I laughed throughout the whole thing do you do you this is going to sound super random do you uh follow on a barstool dave portnoy the pizza reviews i have no idea what the hell you just said <laughs> okay so there's this guy on <laughs> barstool sports he does pizza reviews and he does one to ten and he does like like i did like 8.2 he does death pizza? pizza reviews okay but the point is he never gives out a 10 because if you get a 10 give out a 10 like nothing's as good like that's it. That's the best that there is. But Seinfeld is the goat. It Ugh. gets a ten. I think it's funny and I think it's clever, even though it's hard to podcast about because so much Oof. is going on. There was probably a hundred and fifteen scenes <laughs> in the in a twenty two minute show. The first eleven minutes, like I followed. I'm like, all right, this isn't bad. And then the second half, not that it was bad, but I was just like, I am struggling to keep up right now. I was like, you're you're jump cutting to a new scene every mm-hmm. other three seconds. It's fine if you're just watching it, but not when you have to podcast about it. No, no. I'm trying to write notes and I'm like, oh, this is tough. Um, Watchability meter, one to ten. I think I gave this one better than eight points, but I didn't give it a ten. You didn't. Tony, you're going to be a tough cookie. I'm going to get a ten out of you before this is over with. Like I said, I go off the Dave Portnoy scale. I almost would never give a ten because that means like it's over. You, you've you achieved it. It's, it's all downhill from there. Wait, 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 wait. But so why have a 10 on the scale if nobody's going to give it a 10? Just you want to keep always be trying to hit You're that 10. You're striving to hit the 10. Right. It's like okay. Tom Brady. You know, he. what's the best Super Bowl? The next one. Um, I gave it a 9.1. I would I would 100%. I want to watch a show. I've always wanted to watch a show. It's just yeah. the actual sitting down and watching it. Until I make you. <laughs> I, I After sitting down and actually watching, this is literally the first episode I've ever watched. I yeah. love it. So I was like, I was like, okay, I can do this. I can watch this show. Um, did you find it at all dated? I think it, like we were saying, the humor holds up. 
It does. Definitely not PC, like we had said. What? It's just, I don't know if dated is the right word. It's appropriate for its time, obviously, but like the jokes still hold up. And you just kind of jump to, you know, 10, 15 years later or five years later for friends. Like they use the same kind of tropes and they use the same kind of hijinks, stuff like that. So I don't really think the show kind of scheme or style is dated but i guess yeah the jokes are in the 90s but that's just like any other show really yeah do you have any other notes about this show or trivia or is there anything in your notes that we didn't discuss so i did put down any guess on how much money seinfeld made jerry made off of the show no uh it said into syndication over 400 million dollars <gasps> 400 yeah. million yeah larry david did a lot more what did he make? 1.7 billion, it says. Wow. But it's yeah. widely regarded as like the most profitable TV show of all time because of their syndication. Oh, I wow. looked that up too. And then I know it, when it came out on DVD, they probably made another fortune. Yeah. You don't have any numbers? You don't have any stats, Tony? Come on. Yeah, I guess DVDs are a little... Didn't that's outdated. I did read, though, that the actors who played George and Kramer and Elaine sued jerry seinfeld at some point because they didn't make as much as him really i didn't know what the numbers were but they were cut out of either the syndication deal or the dvd deal and they were they were cut out to where they only made like 40 million only well yeah uh, but if he's making 500 million i was gonna say i i had another thing uh he apparently turned down the 10th season and nbc was gonna pay him 110 million to do one season yeah See, Tony, isn't there something wrong with that? I mean, isn't that the distribution mean? of wealth off? I, do you think they work any harder than you work? You work hard, don't you? Uh, it depends on the day. Oh, no, you're supposed to say yes for the sake of this <laughs> argument, Tony. Sure. I feel like he probably works a lot more hours than I do. $110 million worth? <laughs> I don't know that anybody's worth $110 million. Yeah. Well, we covered all my notes. Did we cover all your notes, Tony? For the most part. Yeah, I think so. You enjoyed it? I did. You're I did. not mad at me for making you watch it? Caleb's always mad at me for making him watch some of the shows. I was I was surprised um, with some of it. Like, I was, I, I don't know why. I was expecting more, like, maybe it was just a specific episode. I was like, expecting more, like, buddy to buddy with, uh, with Jerry and George. And it's more buddy to buddy with Jerry and Elaine, which I, like, weirdly enjoyed more. Their chemistry seemed more, much better to yeah. me. And, well, they used to bang, you know, Jerry like, and Elaine. Or in the show. The show, okay. not the actors. <laughs> but no, I wasn't upset that you made me watch. I was, okay, good. I was glad uh, that I got this one. I know it probably really upset Caleb. Which, yeah, which he made it even loves better. this one. But he's got a good one. He's got MASH. Have you ever so, seen MASH? So I, actually, that's another thing that I did look up. Uh, the amount of viewers that show got, Seinfeld. It's up there with these other shows. MASH is like, I think number Crazy. one be behind... Mm -hmm. Um, like the Super Bowls, but like back in the day, they were getting almost eighty million viewers every episode. But Seinfeld, did it? It did it live up to the hype for you? Oof. that's tough to say. It really is because it is so hyped. I mean, you, you got people telling you it's the goat, and I see where they're coming from. But then there's another aspect of me where I'm like, yes, is it the original one? Is it the one that started spurned, the rest? Right. Spurned off all these other ones. Sure. Does that mean it's the best one? I don't know that. Okay, well, like you said before, the OG. The OG, yes. I'll give it that for sure. Okay, well, let's go ahead with that. I'm I'm cool with that. And like I said, I thought it was really funny. I I was I was definitely it exceeded expectations. I'll say that. Okay, yeah. well, that's good. Yeah. All right, good. Well, Tony, 
Oh, are you going to come back again and do this? For sure. Okay, good. Maybe we'll do another 90s show. Maybe you can come back and we'll do maybe Friends. Well, if if you think Friends will upset Caleb, too, I'll do Friends. <laughs> Did you used to watch? You, you're a Friends watcher, though. I didn't watch like week to week, but mm-hmm. I remember like kind of starting to sit down with my mom and watching Friends. That's probably the first show that I remember. I know Gino's a huge Friends fan. Really? Yes. <laughs> well, if I can upset Caleb, I mean, uh, Gino and steal Friends from him, that would be fun, too. <laughs> Son-in-law. It's just really funny to me. That <laughs> I know it upset Caleb that I got Seinfeld and he didn't. But no, but we try and do things that people don't watch and you haven't watched that. That's one. fair. That's and, fair. And he has, he's watched that. It's one. like he almost couldn't give an honest opinion of it. But he's doing MASH and he used to, he watched that. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see. All right, Tony. Well, thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. Can't I'm wait back for you to whenever. come back. I'm, I'm so glad we slogged through this. <laughs> this <laughs> it was, was fun. I always have fun doing it, this. Yeah, it was fun, but it was, um, it was hard. <laughs> It was, I had to put a little work into this. What are you laughing at? I'm just laughing how nervous you were for this I one. I was. <laughs> I was very nervous because it was just a lot. I hope it lives up to expectations for Caleb and Mr. Ted. Uh, well, I'll let you know what they say. <laughs> okay, perfect. All right. Thank you, Tony. Mm-hmm. Bye. This is Michelle, and thank you for joining us for this week's episode If you like this podcast, please subscribe to us on Spotify or Apple Podcast and join our Facebook group, Old TV with a New Twist Podcast Group. And tell us what you'd like to hear us talk about. We'll be back next week with an all-new episode of Old TV with a New Twist.